Good morning, ladies and gentlemen of the LinkedIn community. Welcome to this week's edition of Coffee with Jim and James. Normally, as you know, I do a kind of wacky intro. And this week, I'm not really feeling it. I'm feeling a little bit more historic. So let me bring James in first and tell a quick little story before we introduce our, our guest. James, as I was sitting around last night and thinking about the topic, women in leadership, you know, a lot of thoughts came to my mind about the industry where we are today. But it was an interesting thought. I thought about my childhood and um, going to my mom one day and my dad went to work pretty much five to six days a week. And I remember asking my mom, I said, mom, why don't you go to work too? And I was little, young. And she's like, well, I can't go to work. I have to clean the house and cook the meals and such. And, you know, it's funny. I haven't thought of that in, I'll say maybe 40 plus 50 years. And, uh, but it was a, it was a sobering thought being very realistic because that that's within my lifetime that, you know, we have come leaps and bounds. And so to say that I'm excited about the topic of women leadership today is an understatement. So with that, please, let me bring James in. James, how are you doing this fine and beautiful day? Excellent. You know, I was, I was raised by a woman uh, that uh, did a fantastic job and, and worked hard every day. So uh, this was this was a neat one to put together, and we I think we have two fantastic examples of of women out there doing the good the good deeds and the things that need to be done in this industry. And so I couldn't be happier, Jim, to uh, welcome both uh, Jill Adams and uh, Myra Maese. And instead of us clunking through your intro like I'm sure we would do. Uh, why don't we let each of you, and Jill, you being the guest in this Energy World Net group, we'll let you go first. Jill, uh, let everybody know who you're with, what you do, and uh, a little bit about yourself. Um, so, Juan, thank you. I get to wear your swag to, um, to be able to join you today. So thank you for, for allowing me to be able to you be bet. here. Okay. Um, so I am with Diversified Utility Sales of America and GTS. So I am the marketing and sales director for the organization. So I grew up actually on a farm in Western Minnesota where my mom um, obviously helped on the farm but also was very entrepreneurial minded, which is what sparked why I am who I am today. And so I grew up with a very strong mother um, and a father who supported her in all her ventures. Um, so that's that's a little bit about me. Myra, why don't you jump in and uh, and catch up our audience a little bit who uh, may not know who you are. <laughs> yeah. So um, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, definitely, uh, it is a pleasure to be with both of y'all <laughs> and Jill. Good to see Jill as well. So honored to be on here with her. Um, yeah, so my, um, I'm actually the executive vice president here at uh, Energy World Net. I've been with the company a little bit over 11 years now. Um, and so I've held many, many different positions uh, throughout my career. Um, and, uh, you know, just like Jim, I was also raised, um, you know, by a mom that was stay-at-home mom and, and did all the cooking and the cleaning. And, and um, that was kind of the culture um, you know, in also part of, uh, you know, our heritage of, of who we are. Um, but uh, I was a little bit different. I was a little bit more independent minded. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that, <laughs> that for the rest of my life. So, um, you know, 
growing up in the oil and gas industry my entire life, West Texas. Um, the smell of money uh, is the, the term that you use over there. And it definitely does. Uh, seeing, you know, that uh, I didn't actually envision myself in that area, but uh, here I am today. And so um, glad to, to talk a little bit more about it. Good. We are so excited to have you all here today. Let me, let me dive in a little bit deeper because you both, Myra, Jill, you guys can go back and forth. Dialogue is great. Um, Myra, you kind of touched on it, but I want to get a little bit deeper into that as well as Jill. What what brought you both to the oil and gas industry? You know, what 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 was the the trigger that kind of brought you in? We got a little insight as to Myra, you know, growing up into it, but maybe we could find out a little bit more. And then the second part of that question, you, you know, there's been stigmas and model changes over the years. Um, but we are here today. And how do you think our industry, the oil and gas industry, is pushing and promoting women in leadership? And that's a very important, you know, statement right there, women in leadership. So um, you guys can flip a coin to see who would like to take the first stab. And if you forgot any of the question, I will happily remind you part of it. Go ahead, Jill. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I'm going to uh, borrow a uh, James's terminology because I watch um, <laughs> you guys frequently enough. So I landed here and got here as quickly as I could. I actually started um, back in 2002 with the Telco um, organization, um, but I landed in this uh, energy space really as quickly as I possibly could and by mere fortune, right? And now it absolutely feels like this has been um, just an absolute blessing in my life. So, because this is, it really reminds me so much of like the farm, my like farming, right? <clears throat> um, and I say that whenever somebody asks me why this industry feels so much like home, it's just like farming, you know, they have like the mutual assistance programs for farming. When somebody goes down, they help bring in the crop, right? Same in our industry. If an, if a utility or if a natural disaster comes in, everybody comes to each other's aid. Same with the sharing and, and free um, sharing of ideas to make things better. Um, everybody is there to assist to improve the overall safety, reliability of, of for everybody else, which is um, just been a, it's just so unique and absolutely wonderful. So that is. It just completely feels like home. Um, what was the next question? <laughs> that was good. And that's why I, I promised I was going to be with you the whole way. Yes. You know, when we look at the industry and women in leadership, what do you think the industry and how do you think the industry is really pushing, promoting, um, walking the talk type of... Oh. I am going to step that back just a little bit. So us as women need to be able to be voicing our own ability to be able to step into those leadership roles. So um, as an example, uh, early in my professional career, I ended up taking a managerial position at the age of 25 with no experience <laughs> and was managing people um, Many of my senior, same at my same age and some younger than myself. Um, 
you have to be able to take risk and raise your hand and say that you are willing to accept the responsibility and learn within those roles. Um, you know, there's a statistic that says that women won't apply for a job unless they believe they have 100% of the skill set um, for the role. Whereas men will apply for a role if they have 50% of the, the skill set, right? I'm, I'm applying for jobs right now that I'm not qualified right? for. I'm not scared. I'm... Right. So we need to change our own, um, that, that our own internal voice. Um, and be able to accept that we learn on the job just as we have that capability within us. Um, so part of that's an inside job. So finding those, uh, in, some of them can be formal and some of them can be an informal mentor within your life that you, uh, and enhancing your own skill set to um, be able to step into those roles whether it would be improving your self-confidence, changing that dialogue yep. with yourself um, is so vitally important. And then making sure that you are influencing those other people around you saying you can do it, right? So helping those around you also help change their internal dialogue to go, no, go for it. Yep. So, Good point. Myra, let me... Um, <laughs> Uh, very good, Jill. Myra, you grew up in West Texas, oil and gas. It was living, eating, breathing it, just like James did. Did you know from an early age you wanted to get into oil and gas, or how did that how did that journey happen? No, actually, I wanted to be a nurse, and um, I actually um, had started early on in even through high school working. Um, uh, through the uh, nursing program uh, to be able to get kind of get my feet in to see if that was truly what my passion was. I knew I wanted to help people um, and I and uh, I really, really wanted to to be in the, the medical industry inside of the career. So I never thought that, hey, I want to grow up and be in the same industry that uh, is all around me. And that my, my a lot of my family um, was in it and continues to be in it. Um, so it just kind of happened, uh, actually, in back in 2002, no, 2002, 2004-ish, um, uh, is when we moved up here to North Texas. And um, I started to take in the roles of basically just kind of uh, in, you know, uh, secretarial type of work is the first type of career in the oil and gas side of it. And um, that was more on the upstream production side. Um, so still very similar to the same smells <laughs> that I was used to, uh, but in a different uh, different site. And uh, that's where the, the regulatory and compliance side uh, really came in. But um, I didn't actually say that's what I want to do. It's, it's happened. And I definitely agree with Jill, a lot of the, the mentorship. And uh, we can probably talk about that a little bit more in depth here in a little bit. But I, I think that, um, you know, as part of the second part of the question, you're right, Jill, we we as women definitely need to have that mindset. Um, I can say that early on in, in my career, um, especially in the oil and gas industry, um, it, it isn't necessarily smooth and easy. Um, I've often told people, you know, I had to grow thick skin <laughs> um, because uh, it, it is a, an industry where, um, you know, things that you, you see and hear and out in the field, um, you know, they're, they're, it's real work it, it, and it's tough work. 
Um, and it's work that not everyone wants to necessarily do and jump in a ditch and, you know, and get all dirty. And, and uh, um, it's, it's not that nice, fun, you know, type of work that James does all the time. You know, Myra, you bring, you bring um, so up. So yeah, a point. it's it's definitely. Oh, a Myra, I I think you bring up a good point about West Texas to where I, I wouldn't say it's a negative connotation to the industry, but when you grow up in that in that in West Texas, that's almost the default right? Like that's, you know, you can go work in upstream and exploration, right? And so everybody wants you to go do something else. They're like, go, you know, do no, something get out. <laughs> because you can always come back and work with your uncle on, you know, a, a crew, you know? And so, so they want you to kind of go out. And so I was the same way. I ended up, I was trying to stay away and it's funny, I moved away from there and here I am, right? So, <laughs> and then I got in there, I didn't want to go away. So, um, I, I can relate. I can relate. Um, so, so I've got a question for both of you. You're both super involved in the industry, like we talked about, uh, whether it be committees or, you know, board seats or associations that you're involved with. Um, you're, you're out there, you know, especially for women, what associations or committees do you feel like are out there helping promote uh, women in leadership, you know, within our our world, our uh, segment, um, we beg people all the time. I don't know if y'all saw the the episode with applied consultants, but um, we beg people all the time to get involved. You know, we can sit on the sidelines and complain and be concerned about things and feel like we have no influence. But the really, really good news is what I try to tell people is there's a lot of smart people sitting at tables and have been figuring out these problems and being a part of that dialogue. And so what, what, what committees are out there? What association, what, how can people get involved? Women get involved in that women in leadership kind of movement in this segment. Anyone? I can start. So um, being at some of those tables, it is, it's not intimidating. It really is not. Um, so there's no fear. Take action. If you if you are looking at an invitation, here it is. You're invited. You are just flat out invited. Um, the door is open. Um, no matter what your skill level is, you the the key thing is to take action and start somewhere. You, you won't get to wherever you are wanting to go to later um, if you don't start now, right? And developing one, the relationships to be able to form some kind of mentorship with somebody because it starts, it can start at that table, right? Uh, and um, or in, in the room, it can start in the hallway. Yeah. Um, it and, and you can learn by osmosis. You can learn so much by being involved and being in by being active. If you start local, start at a national level, start somewhere, just start. Yeah, that's would, my, that really is my recommendation. 
I, I would agree with you, Jill. I think that it's very in in today's time, you know, um, any of the committees that you choose to to go and follow and, and be part of are very open and welcoming, especially to women. I think um, uh, there there is um, a lot of opportunity in our industry. That's what I've seen. SGA is a great example, a great uh, um, organization that really, really promotes women in the industry, as well as um, MEA is another one that I can name off. Um, I've um, also joined um, AWE, which is the Association of Women in Energy, and that expands up, I believe, a, a little bit further into different types of verticals in, in energy, but but that's the whole part of it is, is networking to understand more, to gain knowledge, and gain knowledge from each other, because there's right. that experience that um, we can share and mentor others and learn from others as well. So, you know, while you are at those roundtables, committees, hallways, wherever, even on the, at a, on, at a plane or something, you know, on, on the road, wherever you are, um, those types of connections and networking, there's, there's tons of organizations out there uh, other than, you know, the ones I mentioned, mentioned but uh, you're right, start wherever, um, you know, whatever is local for you or whatever is um, as far as you want to go um, more nationally or um, vertically, you know, in, in different areas as well. Right. So, this year are virtual, so it's easy, right? Um, Energetic Women is one I'm very, I'm involved with. I'm on the leadership committee there. Their entire purpose is to prepare women for, for leadership roles and operations and management within the energy industry. So um, SGA is also, like you said, Myra, um, you know, AGA does a, does a nice job um, as well. So uh, NACE is, is, is another one that I'm involved with. So um, there are just, you know, let alone the local, um, you know, every state has their own division um, to be getting involved with, whether it's MinOps, whether it's TGA, whether it would be um, Mango, whether it would be Florida, whether, I mean, there's, Oper right? <laughs> there's, there's opportunities wherever you are. Yep. If you look, there's an opportunity for you to be getting involved, but get involved. And it is, um, you will find that there is a welcoming hand next to you. Let me, mm -hmm. let me jump in. Let's, let's, let's play, uh, what's that called, James? Crystal ball or whatever. Uh, let's, isn't that, what was the old Johnny Carson bit? You know? Oh, oh, Karnak. Yeah, Karnak. Okay. <laughs> Myra and Jill, let's step back to the days when you were 24, 25, 26. Now, I know for you ladies, that was two or three years ago for James and oh, I. Sure. It was decades. <laughs> um, anyways, if you could go back in time to that time, what advice would you give yourself to inspire yourself, you know, about the oil and gas industry? And we've hit on a couple of great things here, and I just want to keep that momentum going. What else would you tell yourself? Or more importantly, I'm sure we have viewers out there that might be like my daughter graduating from UT this year, going to be out in the workforce, you know, has a lot of questions. What advice would you give people like that and yourself at the age of 24, 25, 26, about the oil and gas industry and thoughts about how to take it by the horns? <laughs> I would say, um, you know, just, just from experience, cause that was around the time that I, that I definitely entered into the industry. And, and so um, is, 
is just to be um, open to the great possibilities that are um, out there because sometimes there, it is that stigma of, oh, it's the oil and gas. And uh, I don't want to, um, you know, necessarily go into that industry. There's so much opportunity out there. And so, um, you know, don't be afraid to step into that world and um, make a change because there's tons of women in our industry today that are very inspirational leaders. Um, find yourself a good mentor um, to be able to, uh, to learn the ropes from. I have had amazing mentors uh, throughout my career to get me to where I am and to learn all of the um, information that I know. So, so yeah, just uh, don't be afraid, you know. <laughs> of, of like our that. industry. <laughs> I like that. Jill, thoughts? I, I echo that. I, you said it really beautifully. I echo that. Um, and be fearless, right? Be patient with your development and be fearless in that and step into, um, step into your development. Don't be afraid. Always be inquisitive. Right. Um, you know, I, I was reflecting on this in preparation for this, and I was talking to a mentor that has spanned my my professional career, and um, I was taking notes of this, and it was um, one of the things that um, she, there's going to be lessons that you learn, right, over the course of your career path, and it's Absolutely. always take the best and leave the rest behind, Right. And so, so continue to learn those lessons and always stay so inquisitive until you get the lesson that you are needing to learn, right? Um, be patient with yourself as you continue on with your growth journey. And this is, there are so many ways for you to grow within this industry. Um, this, this is a life industry. This is, this is an industry in which you continue on within your uh, your your entire career path um, you can develop in so many different areas, personally and professionally. Love it. Jimmy, does this, uh, I hope some of the guys are listening to this episode too, because uh, I'll tell you what, people, you yeah. just need to hear this stuff. This is why women need to be at the table, number one. But number two, it doesn't matter who you are. It's good advice. Absolutely. Um, this leads fantastically into our last question. If you're, if you're an avid listener, watcher, whatever you do, whatever your flavor is, then you probably already know what this is and you probably cheated, Jill. Hi. You did. Yeah, you don't want to be unprepared. This is the best part, right? So uh, no, let's, uh, let's jump right into a surprise question. We don't tell anybody, but of course, there's a little bit of research that could get you there. But I'll start with Jill because she is our our uh, guest today uh, and then we'll jump into you Myra and you can close it down so Jill do you love what you do and why I okay I absolutely thoroughly <laughs> can't tell <laughs> um enjoy and love what I do I'm so passionate about what we do um and there's so many there's a variety of reasons why right um we it, it's we impact the lives of so many people. Like we do, we just get to, and once, once that really hits home with you um, and that lands on your heart, you just absolutely, um, you, you just absolutely love what you do. It's easy. 
Easy peasy. Yeah. Myra? Absolutely. I am very, very passionate um, about what I do, um, about what I've learned in this industry and in our industry as a whole. Um, like I mentioned earlier, you know, my, my desire to go into the health industry was to help people. And um, I am still doing that today in this industry, um, ensuring that there uh, is safety and competence, competency out there. And um, I'm still doing what I wanted to do. And that's the great part of it is that, you know, it's, it doesn't seem like it's a job. This is my career. This is my passion. You know, the, the road that I chose and that I want to continue in until retirement. Uh, and I think that, that it's been a wonderful journey, um, definitely influenced many people. And for me personally, to have my two oldest daughters join the same industry um, has definitely been uh, a blessing to say that that passion has also continued on uh, in so many other areas. Yeah. Wow. What, what a legacy, Jill, you're muted. And what a, what a tribute to Myra that you're muted uh, inside <laughs> joke there. Uh, if you don't yes. know it, Jill, Myra actually won the uh, uh, Can You Hear Me Now Award this year for her. Uh, <laughs> the whole year. She was basically <laughs> muted in every single one, and we gave her a award for that this year. So, uh, so how, how fitting, how fitting. Uh, look, yeah. there's no question that you two are passionate about what you do, and you're, you're, you're leading and showing others how to lead at the same time. Uh, your, your answers today say it all. I mean, your smiles on your face and the way you do your jobs, um, you know, it, it shows in your actions. So we appreciate what you do. Thank you so much for being on. Jimmy, bring us home, brother. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, ladies, so much. Today's episode uh, put a smile on my face and warmed my heart. And, and I think James also hit it too. This is, you know, we started off women in leadership and it really is more about just people. I mean, it, it transcends genders and such like that. And your advice today, your guidance, your everything was well, so well, um, you know, said and given to the audience. And I hope that the audience members, no matter what the age, no matter what the gender, no matter what, can take something out of this today. So on behalf of James and I, Myra and Jill, we appreciate you so much. Um, LinkedIn community, please connect with Jill and Myra. They're great people. Um, you know, send them a note if you have any questions, uh, anything about the industry, business, you know, mentorship, all that type of stuff. And please do follow Coffee with Jim and James. We appreciate every viewer that we have, each and every Absolutely. one of you. Because without you, we don't have a show. So until next week, on behalf of James and I and Coffee with Jim and James, we will see you. Everybody, please continue to stay safe and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Anybody wants to get involved, reach out to any of us and we'll uh, we'll get you a seat oh, yeah. at the table too. All right. Yep. Bye-bye everyone. Bye.